I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. JB, what's the name of the podcast? It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a trial called Quest. You, you say, say the whole thing. thing. Man, I, I was so glad I added that in my <laughs> voice every time we do a goddamn episode. Rest in peace, JB. Love you, boy. Miss you. Um, Jackie, what's goody? What's good? How was your week? It was a oh so shit. Should we go to Hollow? Strawberry Hollow. And we will be back next week to, uh, to reintroduce the new sponsors. But right now we're gonna go with Hollow. Now Hollow, who wants to go first? I will go first. Um, my half of the week was probably Turkey Day. Um, just got to get with the friends and family, and it was um I guess it was my high and my low because. It, uh, me, our boy F, and JB, of course, rest in peace. That sounds so crazy saying that after his name, but is what it is. We've been we've done Thanksgiving together ten of the last eleven years because our boy F, um, his mom's out here, so we would just when he came in town, we would just go over their house mm-hmm. and eat with them for Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. I ain't a big holiday person, but it became a tradition, damn near. And um, last year, I told the story on Facebook. Um, I didn't go for undisclosed reasons. I mean, I ain't telling y'all why, but something happened. And JB was like, well, when I leave here, I'll bring you a plate and come kick it with you. So you know, we don't be, be by yourself on a damn holiday. So he came with two big ass plates. We poured a drink, we drank, smoked a blunt, just kind of chilled out. And then he went on about his business. But he was coming from Cartersville, which is damn near two hours from where I was in Sandy Springs. And just so his brother wouldn't be alone. I'm gonna be, you know, make sure you're not alone. And, and I thought that um a little sis had packed the plates, but this Thanksgiving, it was like, nah, JB made your plate. I'm like, good job, JB. <laughs> G- gave me the, the big plates. I was like, okay, I didn't know we did that. I thought one of the ladies made it. But um, so my high and low of the week was being with friends and family mm-hmm. on Turkey Day, but also knowing that somebody was missing. Actually, a couple people were missing. Um because of my crazy year. But that was my high and low of the week, Jack. What was yours? Well, let me correct him. They're not missing. They're watching it from up above, you know. Yes, yes ma'am. Only yes, ma'am. day. <laughs> but um, my high was I got to go to Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, for Turkey Day. And I got to go to the house that Christmas Story was filmed in. Uh-oh. Superstar. <laughs> Yes, I was. I felt like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the low for that, it's cold there. Way mm. the, did not enjoy the cold. I, I hate the cold. So that was my low. <laughs> okay, now did you do anything crazy in the house? Did you break something? Did you? What happened in the house? Oh, it's not. I did, no, I'm not gonna break anything. Just went and toured it. You know, it looked exactly like on the movie, the old Christmas story movie, you guys, um, that you that you'll be seeing very shortly, probably circling around on the TV. Um, yeah. It was just it just brought me back to my childhood because that's one of my favorite Christmas movies, and I just it's just I was in La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good for you, good for you. Glad you uh, what brought you to Ohio. Family. I okay. have. 
have some family out there. So I had went to go because I didn't want to. I'm tired of Atlanta and I just wanted to get away from Atlanta. <laughs> so I was like, yep, I'm coming. So it was very impromptu, but it was worth it. And I got a lot of rest. I relaxed so oh, much, man. so much, much needed because I'm always on the go. Oh, tell me about it. I, I feel <laughs> the same damn way. God damn. But I did give me some rest today a little bit. And um, we got a good episode for y'all, a lot to talk about. And uh, we can go into our viral story, and I'm going to give y'all my official ap apology. <laughs> and we'll talk about what that is and what that means. But um, let's get into our viral story of the week. My left stroke just went viral. Diddy, Cassie, lawsuit, charges, uh, settlements, money, what happens next? When I first heard about this last week, I, and this is where my apologies are going to come in, I was like, oh, shit. Like, maybe all this shit to say about Diddy is true. Look at this shit. Why would Cassie lie? And I was like, oh, they're going to get him. She's going to fry his ass. This nigga going to jail for life. They're like, damn, they got him. They're going to outkill this nigga. And then when they were like, Cassie took the money and it's over, I was like, Cassie to play with y'all emotions, young. She's standing up for justice and doing what's right. And then she took the money and she gone. And I was like, she took the money and dipped. Like, you know, it is what it is, but he'll never get punished because she didn't choose to punish him. And that's how I felt about it. And that's how I looked at it. And I thought it was funny because everybody was so up in arms and get him, get him, and me too. And, da -da -da -da. and I was like, she took the money, dog. She's not getting him shit. She don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was silly to me. But I realized upon further inspection that maybe the courtroom might not have been the best place for her. She might have been in a position where she had to relive everything. You know, whenever they somebody sues somebody or charges somebody with something, especially a woman against man, a man, it's uh, the, the the defamation occurs. And they start pulling out your past. And when she was 12, you know, she did this. Like they did with Trayvon Martin. He was murdered. George Floyd murdered. And they're bringing up, you know, high school stuff and drug addiction stuff that ain't got nothing to do with actually happening. And I found myself, like, am I doing that? Am I doing that same kind of thing? And uh, so I will apologize for being a little tone deaf. I do think Cassie wanted the money. But I don't. That doesn't cheapen it when, especially now seeing the backlash that Diddy is facing. So it wasn't like she threw a little something out there, got her money and dipped. He going through it. And it's making myself and a lot of other people question him and, and question, I hate to say canceling somebody, but I mean, when you look at what people do when you got to make an assessment based on who you are. Like, I don't listen to R. Kelly. Um, JB, I think I mentioned this before, told me if we stop listening to every artist or stop watching every movie from everybody because of their skeletons, we wouldn't listen enough and we wouldn't watch enough. True. And that's true. But me personally, it was hard to go back to R. Kelly. I went back to Bill Cosby, as I said before. And I don't know what to do about Diddy. But Cassie did enough damage to make me think. And that made me think, again, maybe she did her part. You know, pay me for my pain and suffering. Allow me to have the fucking life I want. Because if, if let's say, it was a white man or a black woman that did something bad to me or whatever the hell, and just tortured me and did all this shit to me for 10 years, and then my opportunity comes up. Maybe I press charges. Maybe I want them locked up. Maybe I want to go that route. Or maybe I'm like, just put me and my family up forever, bitch. I don't know how I'm going to feel. But I think it was kind of short-sighted of me to lessen... Um, what she accomplished by taking that money. So that's my public apology. Uh, rest of y'all kiss my ass, but <laughs> that's my apology. And Jackie, on that, I'm going to throw it to you. I, I didn't see the big picture last week, so that's on me. But now I want to see what you got to say. Well, I did see the big picture, y'all, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's throw me under the bus again. Boy. Now, I say that is because coming up, brings a lawsuit like that against somebody that powerful, you're not going to just, you got to have your, your eyes and T's done. Like it's got, you got to have that super tight because you're going against somebody that's very, very powerful um, that can literally like you make it go away. 
He gave her the amount of money, you know, counter offered or whatever she wanted, probably gave her more. Okay. You know, so, but in the midst of that, like 50 Cent said, you should have paid the money before the sharks smell the blood in the water. Cause here yep. they come. And you bringing people in with you, Aaron Hall, Cuba Gooden Jr., Jamie Foxx, um, Harvey Pierre. So a lot of these people have lawsuits now and everybody's looking at things now. I've had, I've even heard of people looking at the, at the scene in belly with DMX, the old girl in the, in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. I mean, there is, everybody's coming up and now there's a new case against Bill Cosby of a woman uh, from something in 1972. So it's just, you know, it's, it's one part of me says, okay, that's good because I mean, um, it's a lot of stuff that has been slipped underneath the rug. People are not getting justice. People are being hushed by money and that's not fair to the person, to the victim. And on the flip side, it's just like, you know, a lot of people are still using the Me Too to their advantage as well. So I think that's why a lot of people are like, eh, did he really do it? Uh, is this she? Well, she took the money, but uh. so we're like, what's really going on? But we all know and have all heard stories about Diddy for years. Yes. That's why a lot of us are like, okay, all right. I, I, mean, I went to Howard, I lived in DC, and we've been hearing about Diddy forever. Marcellus Wiley has a case against him. I got a list, uh, Burger. Shout out to Burger tuned in. Shout out to Roy tuned in. Um, Gloria Velez is talking about Aaron Hall. And there's a charge between uh, a new case for Diddy with him and Aaron Hall. Accused of raping uh, a friend, a girl and her friend. Jimmy Iovine, they hear the Interscope. The guy that butchered Tupac and Dr. Dre and Death Row and Master P and every damn thing else. Cuba Gooding Jr. has a case. Like Burger said, my son is Wiley, Jamie Foxx. It's like, it's this adult, it's the ad Adulthood Act. If I'm, I think I might be misstating that, but I believe it's the Adult Survivors Act. And it's where you can press charges for something that happened to you when you were underage, or when you were young, even though you're an adult now. Right. And that is going to expire, I believe, at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So there's an influx of lawsuits all right now. Yes. Across the board. That made me a little skeptical too. Like, so y'all know it's about the end. So everybody filing right now. Everybody decided to do it right now. Right. Uh, this lawyer's doing a little ad campaign. Hey, if you got touched when you were younger, call me now. We can get you a lawsuit by the end of the year. Like, right. why is everybody doing it when it's about to expire? You know, why not do a beginning of the year, last year? And I'm not questioning women on whether or not they have the strength to come forward immediately or afterwards. I'm not even judging that. If it happens to you whenever you have the opportunity to feel brave enough to come forward, I think that's just when you do it. Mm -hmm. But it is curious timing. And I wonder if some of these lawyers are pushing women to, I know you didn't want to do anything, but you know this is time is running out. Say something, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if that's happening. But it's nasty out here. It's nasty. And now they're looking at a, a lot of relationships. They're looking at Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're looking at Russell Simmons and Kamora Lee Simmons. Everything now. Yeah, but don't look at me and Asante, she with Nelly now, so leave me out of it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. And and also uh, Diddy's bodyguard has spoken. Yeah, and um, the personal assistant. I think yeah. you sent me that. Yeah, that sent you, yeah. yeah. So Brother Love, <laughs> it don't look good, man. Because if, I mean, if he's really, the things that I'm reading are he's beating the shit out of these women. Uh, Misa Hilton, I think she's just his mom, beat her so bad she tried to crawl under a car, allegedly. I mean, if this shit is true, broke Kim Porter's nose, Kim Porter's nose, and then some people are alleging even further, I'm not going to go down that conspiracy road. Could be true, I don't know. I don't even want to put that on nobody's jacket. But the things that he's accused of that are fairly reasonable um, are horrific. I yeah. mean, this is a sadistic man that has done some crazy shit to some of the most beautiful women you can think of. And I'm just like, dog, like, I don't even know what to say because you can't, you can't do the things, kind of things he's done to women and even be my friend, be in my circle, be around me. True. Let alone me giving you money. 
mm-hmm. like supporting your businesses. He got to say something. If he doesn't say something that exonerates him or that or that places reasonable doubt, I don't see how he survives this. It's too much. People like him, they're not going to say anything. Money speaks for them, and that's what they're used to. They're used to for money to speak for them. Now, I don't know how far he... Th- I, I don't think... I really don't think he's going to say anything. I really don't think he's going to say... I would be shocked if he even speaks on it or says anything about the whole situation. Then what do we do with him after that? Because it ain't going away. More people are talking. His old artists are talking. Um, that, that post, hey, Roy, that post, I'm still standing, that was a lie. That was an old post. That was a post from a couple years ago. And they just used it to try to defame his character, to try to make him look like a dick. That's an old-ass post. Um, I don't think there's anything he could say at this point. He better keep his mouth shut. I got to agree with y'all kickbackers, man. I mean, on one hand, what can he say? But on the other hand, I mean, if he doesn't say anything, isn't it over for him? I wouldn't feel good buying another Diddy album or streaming, downloading, whatever. They already pulled a Sean John from Macy's website yeah. and store. Well, they didn't need to pull a Sean John. What am I buying that shit? No, no fucking way. <laughs> you know, they're just like, we doing our part too. <laughs> right, right, right. That very little part, Macy's. Thank you for uh, getting rid of the four Sean John sweaters you have every year. You you really did a lot. Um, Jennifer Lopez definitely dodged the bullets. Yeah, well, maybe it wouldn't have happened if, if he stayed with her. Or how did he treat her? Like, it really goes there now. Like, how did he treat her? Obviously, it's got to the point where when that shit happened, she was like, I'm gone. <laughs> Ain't no question yeah. about it. <laughs> like, uh-uh, bro. You, you doing way too much. So she might know. Yeah. Berger said, fuck him. Let, it, let him get what's coming to him. And I think that kind of got to be the attitude, man, because unless you just don't believe nothing. If you think he's totally innocent and she just blackmailed him, then I can see how you can have a different thought. Did you see the interview with um with him on Jimmy? I was I think it was Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon talking about he was about to beat up Will Smith. Yeah. Will, uh, allegedly, Will Smith and Jada, according to his bodyguard Gene Deal, who has been running the circuit on Puffy for the last year or two on all these podcasts, he said that um Diddy uh, that Will Smith and, J- and Jada Pinkett approached Jada about a threesome, and Diddy was like, you know, he's gonna fuck up Will Smith and all this shit. And and Diddy was like, "Damn, nice show has changed. Like, what are y'all? What are you asking me?" Kind of like he looked very nervous. His body, yeah. like, he looked nervous. He looked anxious. Like, did you just ask me that on TV? He, like, no, what he the looked, fuck is wrong with you? Guilty. His leg was shaking. He was looking all over the place. I was like, "Oh, bro, you you already telling us what happened?" Jeff. He never said he didn't. He never said it never happened. He never answered it. He just said, why are y'all asking me this question? This show that got this now, he, he deterred it. He's smart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't argue with you. I, um, because it was in a list that he wanted to beat Will Smith up, that's not really a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? They died trying to fuck my girl. I want to beat you up. Okay, that's reasonable. That's not the city did the casting in them was different. But I think he was just nervous because of everything that's going on. Plus, you're y'all are already painting me as a as a monster. So, <laughs> but my whole thing is this: if something isn't true about, tell the truth. Just okay. No, I didn't do that. That didn't. I don't know where you guys got that story from, but that didn't happen. And keep it moving. But all this shaking your leg and looking all over the place and. <laughs> like, okay, all right. body language and shit. No, no let, me, let me let me try to sit still while we doing this podcast. I don't want you looking at my body language. You gotta think he's a marketing genius. He he is all about the eye. He is all about perception, making you believe yeah. whatever you to believe. So, yeah, brother love. Yeah, yeah. I ain't I ain't buy the brother love shit. He did a bad job with that. <laughs> For real, but um. <laughs> Well, let's move on from this. <laughs> it gets even crazier. Our what the fuck story of the week. Come on, Tiffany. It's the mayor. 
Tiffany Haddish, what in the tire yes. fuck are you doing? Now, I've got a DUI, so I cannot be holier than thou here. But I ain't never fell, been so drunk I fell asleep at the wheel of the car on the road. I ain't never did that. And one, and I'm not a millionaire, so an Uber to me, a $40 Uber, I might not want to take. Man, that's $40. I can spend that on something else. Miss <laughs> uh, Haddish, you should have a personal driver or an Uber. It's no excuse for you getting behind a wheel at this point in your career after already having a DUI a few months or a year ago. Now you're getting your second one from falling asleep behind a wheel on the road. Where your people at, Chip? Where your friends? Where your was she with her friends? Like, did they let her leave like that? Did what? Like, what happened? I don't know. The police found her on the on, on the road, sleep behind a wheel. You wow. can't do that, Tiff. No. Your best friend from childhood, who doesn't make a lot of money, should have quit their job and become your personal assistant for fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and they should be your designated goddamn driver. People don't know how to be rich. I know how to be rich. I know exactly who the homie is that's gonna be my personal driver. That's gonna be my personal assistant. That when <laughs> I get the bag, I know who it's gonna be. Y'all are tripping out here in Hollywood. Y'all are so, tripping. Is she going through something? Is something going on with her? I don't know for sure, but it's something always going on with all of us, right? I mean, like, yeah. But I mean, people did some people deal with it differently. So that's what I was just saying. I've never, I haven't seen anything as far as alcohol with her in the past. It's her second DUI. Oh, it's the second one? Yeah. Mm. You know, they say that she, uh, she tried to fight Sanaa Lathan. At the Beyonce party, she got she she, she, she she has rumors of being drunk and acting up. Which again, I can't even really get on her about that. You know what I'm saying? But what I can say is, you don't need to be having two DUIs and you're a millionaire. You don't need to be having two DUIs and when you can have a driver. Like that's that's the part that's unacceptable. Or call a friend if you want people. Or in your call business. a friend, have a driver, hire somebody to be with you. You know, twenty four seven. It's no excuse for that shit. Yeah. If and I have, have or I'm going to plan accordingly. If I go out, okay, I'm going to have this homegirl because she's going to be the one driving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. Watch, you know what I'm saying? Just put some stuff in place so you don't have to face stuff like this in the public eye. Um, Tiffany, I ain't here to judge you. I just, it just hit me with the what the fuck. And like I said, I'm really in no position to judge because. Love you, girl. We hope everything is okay. Yeah, man. And stop doing them inappropriate things with the kids on camera. I ain't forgot about that shit neither, Tiffany. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I ain't forget about that shit. We're going to move on, take take some of that heat off my sis and put it where it belong on this um, dumbass white man. That, that's how I feel. I'm going to leave my sister alone to get at the dumb crackers. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Derek Chauvin. You thought you just was going to put your knee on the neck of a black man for over five minutes, take his life, go to prison and live happily ever after? Wrong. Wrong. If, if he told you that, if you believe that from him, let me tell you something else. I'm going to tell you. He lied. Y'all need to worship him. He lied. And that's why he got stabbed and sliced the fuck up in jail. Man, what my round of applause for the brothers or sisters or men they chopped his ass the fuck up. My only regret is that he's still here. He's still alive like George Zimmerman. They both need to be gone if you, if you ask me, but I'm not in prison. I can't do it. He may be suffering. You know, a lifetime of suffering. Yeah, that's even worse. Stabbed up one day, maybe beat up the next day, maybe stabbed yeah. up another day. Yeah, the, the slow roll it. I'm not mad. Slow roll it. Slow roll it. I don't feel yeah. that shit for the next 60 fucking years. Fuck you, Derek Chauvin. I watched you kill a black man on camera. As cavalier as you could be, as nonchalant as you could be, hands in your pocket, knees on neck, like you just ain't have a fucking care in the world. We never know. This might just be the first stabbing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm in full support. <laughs> if it lasts 20 years, I'm in support of that. If you get it over with quick, I'm in support of that. That's new talking, just so you know. If anything, he'll probably end up killing himself in jail. 
I'd be cool with that too. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Shit disgusting, dog. Yeah. I don't even want to. Uh, do you want to add anything? Because I don't even want to spend too much time on his no, insignificant dead man roll. walking ass. Let's roll. All right, let's roll. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, where we are, Nipsey Hustle Award of the Week. If it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you're on, a, you're on a marathon, you know, so. You're on your marathon, Uncle Nearest. Um, Uncle Nearest was a man who worked for Jack Daniels, the whiskey company, okay. and his technique for creating whiskey, you learn from the original Jack Daniels, and he implemented it, added some critiques, some changes, Mm-hmm. And it became the way Jake Daniels made their whiskey. Okay. And his family, uh, you know, Jake Daniels didn't try to rob him or anything, but he was left out of certain things after he passed. And his family, you know, approached him like, hey, man, you know, we, we, we're Uncle Nearest kids, and yeah, I know what he did for the company, and right. we went out, you know, what's up? And they looked out. And Uncle Nearest now has his own whiskey brand, which has been, it's been around forever. Um, but forever, but for years and years and years, I I tasted it for the first time this year in DC, and um, it's really good whiskey. There are three different versions of it. I tasted all three: the regular, the mid, and the white. Why this cost so damn much? One, um, but uh, they now <laughs> have purchased the largest Grand Champagne vineyard in France. Um, hey. but the, and this is what I didn't always know, like. Champagne is only called champagne if it's grown in the city of Champagne. If it's grown in another city, they call it sparkling wine. Hmm, didn't know that. So so you can have sparkling wine, which is really champagne, but they can't call it that because it wasn't created in that particular country. Wow. Same thing with cognac. Cognac, France, is where they bought the vineyard because, well, they make actually a whiskey. Not a mm-hmm. cognac, but it's still dark liquor. So I'm right. just realizing that cognac and champagne, these are city names or country names. These mm-hmm. aren't the names of a particular liquor necessarily. The liquor takes the name of the area. Okay. So their area in cognac, France, uh, they have a whiskey, which feels oxymoronic. In cognac, they can make whiskey, but they own the, the largest vineyard. And I mean, I just want to give them a round of applause. I love black excellence. What'd you say, Jack? I said, that's beautiful. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it, these are his great, great granddaughters, I believe. Man, great granddaughter? It's either great or great, great. Um, that, that are championing this. That have taken over the business and brought it back. And they have distilleries and they mainly hire minorities. It's a whole documentary on YouTube that I watched. When I first heard about it, I started doing research. One of my buddies um, told me to watch the documentary on YouTube. Okay. It, it, so I don't know what it's called, but it's Uncle Nearest. It's whiskey. I would just go to YouTube and type in Uncle Nearest whiskey, Jack Daniels, or some shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's like a twelve-minute documentary, and watch it. it, it it's good. It's good, okay. and they're doing amazing things. I'm definitely out. Do you like whiskey? You know what? My mom loved Fireball whiskey, so every okay. death anniversary I do a Fireball whiskey. Every Christmas I do Fireball whiskey, so. I do like it. <laughs> okay, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go out and buy whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think whiskey is my preference, especially in the winter, like when it's a little colder outside. I'll do a half of my little vodka and lemonade, summertime, you know, whatever. But winter, I typically start to switch over to my whiskeys, my cognacs. And, okay. Um. So, yeah. Give you that uh, warm feeling. Whew. Right, right, right. So we uh next time we live, and I want to start going back live in person next year. So next year, sometime we do the episode. I get some Uncle Nearest. Okay. Uh oh, this or that. This was a good. This or that. I think we'll see how you respond to it. I hate the YouTube make me turn it down all the time. I hate you, YouTube. <laughs> But um, this or that, which typically deals with dating, relationships, sex, shit like that. Uh, shout out to Mel, because she made this or that always mean that. But um, I know, out, Whoa, okay. All right. People, my do not disturb button is not working as good as it should have. <laughs> All right. Well, glad we're still here. Um, 
the this or that is winter dating. When it's a little chilly outside, mm-hmm. is that booed up in the house? We cooking, we watching Netflix, we we putting together puzzles, we we you know doing shit in the house. Or is it, man, fuck that. Just trying to put on the mink and the leather and step out on the town. Like, what's your winter dating like? Do you prefer? Go to the cabins. Still in the cabin. (laughs) Okay, okay. So out of the house, but into the cabin. Um, I mean, the cabin is just like your getaway. Because I'm such a, that's like my getaway. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cold weather, y'all can have it. I love to dress in the cold weather, but being outside, y'all can have it. Yeah, I think now I'm kind of like, eh, it's a little cold. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be on that shit. But um, the cabins are great. Uh, I looked at the getaways. Man, I went to a couple of cabins in Tennessee in the mm-hmm. mountains. Now, I don't even know because uh, we went by a big group trip because I don't mm-hmm. think I'm driving up that mountain. That shit, like, it wasn't no guardrail. It's like you just driving up the mountain, and if you just accidentally, uh, you're right. That's just your ass. Right. I get, I get anxiety with shit like that. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> even watch us drive up the mountain. I wouldn't watch. I, I just put my head down. I'm like, yep. No, no, no. Listen crazy. to the music. I no. ain't even want to see it. Because it ain't no guardrail. It's just like, right. if, if you sneeze, ah! mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. But it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a beautiful fucking It's worth it. <laughs> Man, the, jacu- the the big jacuzzi didn't work. I guess it was broken or whatever. But it was a jacuzzi tub in my in my suite, and it's just the the movie room, the theater room, this the uh the hardwood. This ain't the regular hardwood to be in no apartment. This is cabin hardwood floors, right. hardwood walls. It, it's just like man, somebody lives like this every day. You on a patio or the balcony, smoking and sipping and overlooking the the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we were in Tennessee, wherever Dolly Parton is from, because she had billboards plastered everywhere, home of Dolly Parton. Gotcha. So whatever city that was, that shit was fucking phenomenal. Um, do you go to the cabins in Georgia or do you venture out? Because I haven't been to anything in Georgia yet. See, I haven't been anywhere outside of Georgia. I've done Georgia, mm. but not outside of Georgia. So that's okay. my... Well, we're going to exchange. I'm going to give you my Tennessee information. You give me your Georgia information. And I might go to one of them motherfuckers next month. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they be booking them things up now. Yeah. Already, yeah. You yeah. Right. <laughs> right, you're right. You know, I'm lying. I went to the cabins last November. And they had goddamn bed bugs. Oh. I got bit up. Oh. It, was, it was bad. It was a sexy cabin. It was a little more modern mm-hmm. than the one I went to in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even know what city we were in. A little more modern, a little, little fresher, a little flyer, a little more up to date. But man, when I tell you I got bit up, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dog. That's crazy. You gotta be kidding me. That was last November to be exact. I remember that shit. Um, right before Thanksgiving. But uh, anyway, we'll still exchange some information and we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out where to go and what to do. And uh, yep. kickbackers, if you want to chime in, you can um, type right on YouTube or right on the app, wherever you at. What you prefer? Y'all that y'all been to. Let us know some cabins that y'all been to. Hell yeah. Give, give us the hookup. Give us the hookup for the winner. She give me the summertime hookup too. Um, and, I, oh, and I hope not to stun on y'all, but I'm going to Costa Rica next year. Hey. Uh, your boy. Matter of fact, round of applause for me. My brand new business that I started this year has been so successful. It won me a, a five, four diamond resort. I never heard of a diamond resort, but I heard the four stars, but I know they went to diamonds. A four diamond resort uh, retreat weekend, well, week uh, in Costa Rica next year. Um, so your boy busting his ass, missing a couple podcast episodes, not being here every week, paid the fuck off. It paid the fuck off. So I'll be in Costa Rica in July just uh, at this Four Seasons, Four Diamond Resort. And I'm, I'm going to do a podcast in that motherfucker. I'm going to make sure y'all see everything I see. So when y'all want to go, you already know where to go and what to do. I ain't stingy. I'm sharing kickbackers. Y'all going to know. Y'all going to know. But um, I haven't said that. Um, 
Oh, Netflix and chill. I, I'm curious to see what you watching. I got a feeling you watching some good shit that I don't know about. So let me uh, find my little intro. Chill. What does that even mean? Netflix and chill. Are you watching anything? Well, I actually had to catch up on my forced um, Tommy story. Oh, okay. I had to catch up on that because I've been hearing so many good things about it. So I finally caught up on that. Um, but I've been watching old Christmas movies. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I've been watching old Christmas movies. Already? Yes. Home Alone. Home Alone 2. <laughs> Christmas Story. Friday After Next. Um... I think, I think one day you told me you was about to watch Friday After Next. I think I remember that. <laughs> you know, I have I'm never seen... Four Christmases. It's hilarious. I love it. Is that uh, uh, Vince Vaughn? Yes. I saw that one. I saw that one. Do you, what about This Christmas with Chris Brown and them? Oh, of course. That one, too. Best That's Man Holiday? Best Man Holiday. It's a beautiful... Was it a one, It's a Wonderful Life. That's I've a, never that. seen that. I've never seen Home Alone. I've never seen any of the Home Alones. I've never seen them. You gotta see it. Do I? It's a classic. It's hilarious. I think if I was a kid, I think I would be able to, to do that at, at a house, defend my house. But see, I was grown when that came out. Well, at least a teenager, so it didn't, it didn't, a little white boy doing dumb shit in the house, like, mm. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I tell you what, I'm gonna watch part one before the end of the year. Okay. Before the end of the year. Um, and my smokers out there, go watch Very Merry Christmas with Harold and Kumar. I think I've seen it. I have seen it. I was JB movie. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I might have the DVD now. So uh, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Wasn't it in 3D? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. I remember that shit. Um. <laughs> What are you watching? Uh, nothing with Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I just uh, started Succession. I heard a lot of good shit about it, and I just threw that on. It's about um, a man. He has, you know, it, the father built this big company, and all the kids, he, they think he's dying, so all the kids are fighting to see who takes over. And I'm only on episode four. How many so kids? I, don't, I think it's four kids. I think it's three sons and one daughter, and they have their own different things. The daughter wants to be the big boss. One of the sons is like the the, the drunk that don't really do shit. One of the sons is really ambitious but kind of incompetent. I think the other one is probably who should be the leader. So it's just that <laughs> dynamic, and everybody's they're not fighting yet, but I understand it gets ruthless. And this okay. is all rich people doing rich people shit and trying to take over the company. And since I'm rich now, I'm like I need to see how rich people are supposed to move. So I like, <laughs> they um, move silently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I got to get rid of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell y'all my thoughts on my dad. Um, but that's all I've been watching outside of sports. Um, I just started reading Jeezy's book. Um, I can't even think of what the hell the name of it. A Adversity for Sale. Okay. Um, I have an Audible subscription, so I get a new book every month. But because I've been working so hard, I I don't get a chance to listen to the books. Normally, I'm doing three, four books a month. Now, I'm, I'm lucky if I do one. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to finish Jeezy book. Um, that's it. I ain't really watching too much. I'm working. Sports. Or uh, I watched yeah. four. Huh? Who no. won? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all bought some ass today. And they did a Hip Hop 50 celebration where they brought out like 50 different rappers from the Atlanta area and had them at the game. They gave them all drugs. Jerseys. Oh, I, hey, I am saying, I'm like, what's going <laughs> on? This sounds like some Russell Simmons, Bill Cosby shit. What? It's so funny. They gave them the Dirty Bird uh, necklace. Every Everybody had one of those too. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's mm -hmm. up. That is what's up. Um, and shout out to Atlanta Falcons for doing that, thinking of that, including hip hop. This is hip-hop's 50th anniversary. And I don't know another city. New York ain't do it. The Mecca of, of hip-hop. The Giants and the Jets ain't do it. Um, yeah, but they did have a big concert out there in New York. They did. They did. I think they had one in Cali, too. 
But I, I'm just impressed by the football team doing that. The, um, the Falcons. So. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Falcons, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, oh, well, speaking of hip hop 50 and music, I got <laughs> my music intro. I love this. This is my favorite intro out of all the intros because this is one of my favorite commercials from when I was a kid. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother, you got to buy your own. <laughs> you got to buy your own. So I wanted to talk about this partisan Fontaine song that he did uh, in response to Megan Thee Stallion making the comment that uh, you know you you cheated, you got you was getting hit in the bed I sleep in, and um, I wanted to talk about that song because I got in I didn't get into it, but y'all know Mandy from Horrible Decisions and See the Thing Is podcast. She made a comment. I was watching their, their podcast. Um, See the Thing Is. And she was saying how Party was gaslighting Meg and she wrote one little line and he made a whole song and he cheated on her. And I was like, did you listen to the song? He clearly says she cheated on him first. He just feels he cheated better after on Get Back. Like, he didn't say that. You need to read the words and listen to the song. So I screenshotted the lyrics and sent it to her. And all her fans was like, oh, guess he told you. Guess he told you. And uh, me and Mandy have a... A really a non-existent, but when it does exist, an interesting relationship. Um, because she uh we went in the same pod circles. Um one, one day we were talking about doing an episode together, and she went on her podcast and shaded me a little bit. I'm like, damn man, then that's what we know him. But I know that's the game, I know that's the game. The guy gets your weight up. Ain't nobody gonna rock with you till you get your weight up. I'm right. getting my weight up. I, message received. However, I had to let her know you were wrong about that. And the way you covered that song was wrong. And the way you covered those lyrics was wrong mm-hmm. and irresponsible. So I told her I would do it the right way. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I want to play a little bit of this. Have you heard the song, Jack? I heard bits and pieces, though. I'm listening. All right, so I'm not going to play the whole thing, but uh, I want to play the part that um, that really resonated where he spoke about what, what she did. And um, I'm going to start right here. So this is Partisan Fontaine with the person. And he said, this is for Meg the person, not Meg the stallion. So this is uh, the person, Partisan Fontaine. Be for real, you ain't even realistic. Got light pulled and you started posting gym pics. The things that you're doing is sadistic. Spent four hours doing glam, not a blemish. But your foundation is off, you need to fix it. Clean up your spirit and not just your image. I thought that's what you was doing with your downtime. When the snake shed his skin, it only changed on the outside. You got emotional hurdles. Man, the work that you need is internal. When love goes, when love goes bad. That right there, Jack, what you think about that? Um, he's hurt. Definitely. Um, that's the best, but that makes the best music. Let's just keep it real. That makes the best music. Um... I, I really liked him. I really liked their relationship when they were together. I think that he gave her a lot of support. Um, I think that he really was really was in love with her. And when everything hit the fan with the whole Tory Lanez and the baby and all of that, he felt like, you know, you shitted on me in front of everybody when I was trying to be there for you. You know, um, I just hope that Megan has some good people, good positive mentally healthy people around her because I still think she's still grieving and going through the loss of, you know, her grandma or her mother. Um, I don't think she's had time to grieve. And I think a lot of that she is, she was covering up with sexual innuendos and stuff like that and bonding, toxic bonding with other people that have lost their mother as well. So I feel, I feel bad for both of them because I really like them in a relationship. Um, but I mean, you're, he's an artist. The best way to express yourself is through music. You don't feel bad for him? You don't hope he got somebody there for him? As he was there for that woman and then she turned around and had him beefing with niggas she was fucking and you don't no, feel bad for him? No. Oh, that's why I say, I'm saying I'm, I feel I feel bad for both parties because okay. that's why I say he's a good guy. I really like them together. He was a, a huge support system for her and she he was something different. Um, he wasn't to me like a bad boy for her. I think he was more of like no, nah, let's get you healthy. Let's let's work on this. Let's do this. I'm trying to give you some healthy love. 
So I feel bad that it turned out the way it did. He seems like a real good stand-up guy. Yeah, and, uh, I, I was gonna say I was getting emotional, but nah, my nose is running. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I'll, I'll play another portion of the song, and then um, we, we'll we'll end it, and I'll give you my the rest of my thoughts. Okay. Same for Megan the Stallion. This is for Megan the Person. Have me beefing with niggas, you know you was fucking beautiful girl, but you're so disgusting. You got everything, but you still ain't happy. That should be showing you some high detectives, girl. You the feds, not in your house, not in your bed. You lying to people, you sick in the head. Keep it a buck, keep it a buck. You could be. Young. I mean, I, I listened to that. I'm, I'm trying to find one part. Um, but I, I was right there. And he's still complimenting her, but still letting her know. Yeah, he ain't trying to beef. He ain't trying to like shit on her. He's just like, you you talking about me. You painting our relationship a certain way. You cheated on me. You dogged me out when I was there with you going through your case after you got shot. I was beefing with the niggas that was talking shit about you. And little did I know you had fucked all of them. You lied to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He said you lied to me. I found out with the rest of the world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You went on, I found out you lied to Gail King. I found out all this shit when everybody else did. Yeah, I um, mean, and that's terrible, especially if you've been with somebody, you're thinking that you have that closeness, that close connection, yeah. and they don't tell you nothing. <laughs> that's and, they, and you blind. Like, a lot of women, women have told me my whole life, don't don't have me looking stupid. I've, I've been, That's like the woman's creed all damn near. Like, do what you do. If you do, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill you. But at the same time, you just been there have me looking stupid. Mm-hmm. And I've taken that, and I think that's like something that, but I say all the time, women women want to be fuckboys and men want to be bad bitches. It's the weirdest fucking shit. But um, this this the last part of the song I wanted y'all to hear that I wanted to point out attention to. How many times did I catch you texting them niggas? You did you first, I just did me bigger. You flew out the country, ain't called for days. In my mind, we had parted ways. You was back to moving awful strange. In the effort to fix it, I took all the blame. Like I all... In the effort to fix it, I took all the blame. I know a lot of men that do that. A lot of men that go, you know what? <laughs> okay, it's on me. Let's just move on. Just to try to move to a better place. And I think a lot of times that doesn't get addressed. And when I heard the women talking about the, this relationship, I was like, no man is talking about it. Nobody, No man is saying what party is going through. Nobody's speaking up for you in love with this woman. You consoling her and men is she talking shit to men, men talking shit to her. You jumping into beefs that could turn bloody. You could lose your life either because they kill you or because you kill somebody. And the whole time you find out these is niggas, she fucking. That's hurtful. That, that, like, man, I was... That's like, that's, whew, that's some traumatic behavior. That, that's crazy. That's crazy because you sleeping with the enemy and you... And yeah. You like everything's all good, like we good, baby. <laughs> Man, and I thought that was just ignored. And I don't want to. This ain't a beat up Meg uh, party. I'm not like <laughs> that's a funny Meg party party. <laughs> but that's not what I'm doing. I don't believe in like shitting on black women. I'm not one of them weird ass podcasters that do that. I love my sisters. Check my motherfucking track record. I was talking about the Me Too movement and protecting black women a decade ago before it came in style, just for the record. Um, but I believe in protecting black men too. Of course. I believe in protecting black people. Um, so party man, keep your head up. I hope you got people in your corner <laughs> that's there for you. And also real, real talk, Meg, I hope you, you get the help you deserve too. Both of y'all get some counseling, go to therapy. No bullshit. I, I've lost. Unpack your stuff and help other. You know, you gotta, and people gotta understand. I know, and I know he was the timing of the relationship and things that, but her going through what she went through with Tori and the baby and all that, that drained him. That drained him. Drained him. And even him being drained, he was still there for her, still stuck up for her. Yep. So, a lot. But she's gonna, she's gonna regret losing that man. Hell yeah, that, that real man. When a, when a real man do real things, it should be recognized as such. And I appreciate you saying that. And um, 
positive energy to everybody involved, man. I hope everybody gets to move on as a prosperous 2024. I, I'll say that, and I mean that, for real. Um, Kenyon Dixon, I think it's called the R&B You Love. Let me, let, me, let me look it up real quick. He has an amazing, nice little ditty bob of an album. I've been Dixon. heard his name a lot. Yeah, I heard his name a lot and I listened a little bit, but not as intently as I have recently. It's called The R&B You Love. And I'll give you an idea of some of the songs. It's 98 Vibes, 2000 R&B. Um, you know, The R&B You Love, Fantasy. Like, So he's trying to get into his old school bag, but mm-hmm. his new school bag too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, it, it's, it's some good R&B. I rode around listening to this the other day in the car, and I didn't want to skip nothing. I just rode it out. That's a beautiful thing, cause that's that's whoo. Not many albums where you just can't just let it play on through. Right. Uh, Mesra, Mesra has a nice project out. Okay. Um, it's like an EP. Um, definitely check that out. I think we talked about Welcome to Carter Grove last week. Yes, we did. And, and, um, Lil Wayne, Queen Nas, a full length album dropped. I haven't heard it yet. But I'm a Queen Nasa fan, so I, I will be listening. And it's 10 tracks. And um, she got one song with Monica, got a song with Eric Ballinger, a song with LMA, and NBA Youngboy. So she got some shit there. Interesting. Um, <laughs> talking about Meg. Tory Lanez's Alone in Prom deluxe album dropped. Um, this is 80s inspired, so this sounds like 1980s music. Mm-hmm. Old school electronic, don't don't you know, like like, like <sighs> huh? Like disco techno, a little bit with an RB twist. Okay, um, it's really good, but I know some people hate them because it is of everything with Meg and they ain't listening, they don't want to talk about it, they don't want you supporting it, they don't want you plugging it. Ah, I hate you, you talked about Tori. Sales um, were amazing, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. So he has a strong fan base. Definitely. And uh, what else? Kanye got a new record out. Him, Ty Dolla Sign. Him and Ty Dolla Sign are doing a, crew, a group album. Okay. And the first single features Bump J and Lil Durk. But it's Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign as the group. And they have two Chicago rappers on the first single. It's fire. I'm not even a big Kanye fan. I, I just like so much about him. I'm going to have to when, check. When the, when the music right, the music right. What I'm going to say? Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? The music right. Guapale, my boo Guapale, got a new single. Actually, the whole new project is out. Eight songs. But the song Purple, it is now on my Choke and Stroke playlist. It was an immediate <laughs> ad. Immediate <laughs> ad. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it was an immediate ad. It's one of them. And um, up the partner and kickback playlist, which will be in the description here, um, is always updated with the latest songs. I, I can tell you now, the first song is Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign, and then Drake, Shoe Fits, Rhapsody and Hit Boy, Two Chains and Lil Wayne and Fabulous, Guapa Lay, the song I just talked about, Kenyon Dixon, Megan Thee Stallion, Partisan Fontaine, got them back to back. Rick Ross and Meek Mill and Wale, Jeezy. So those are the first 10 songs on their partner and kickback playlist. Hold so on. you can tell all the new music is there. You don't have BG and Gucci code? You know what? i tell you what. What? I'm going to tell you what. I saw the video, and I think you might have sent me the damn video. I probably but, did. But I'll tell you what. It is... Now, song number 11 on the playlist. Yes. How about that? Thank How about that? Thank you. And you can um feel free to send me any music. Like anything you hear that's like, put this on the playlist. Okay. I'm just going to add it. I got no, you. No, no questions asked. I got you. And you guys want the playlist? By all means, it'll be listed in the description of the, of the YouTube and the regular podcast and in the links on uh, my... Uh, the link tree on my page at No Brace New. So if you want to follow me, I'm everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at No Brace New. The YouTube channel is No Brace New. You can follow Jackie at Get Fit with Jack, J A C Q. 
on every on everything. On everything. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see what else we got before we get up out of here. Oh, you know um, I got. Listen, I already said it to you. Let's talk about the tea that happened today. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jackie, break, break it down. Let's talk about the tea that happened at the Falcons game. T.I. and Tiny get into it with King, and it gets physical. Um, you can look at it on all social media because it's everywhere. Um, I had a, I had a couple of mom's moments where I wanted to, you know, jump in there and, you know, because <laughs> his mouth. And then when you, for me, when he jumped that, when when he jumped that tiny, I was like, oh no! I said, I already know Tip coming. I know Tip somewhere in the, I know he's somewhere close. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Too much, and it all started from a conversation that they were going back and forth about being from the hood. And Tip was just saying that, you know, you was born with a silver spoon in your mouth. He was like, no, I wasn't. You know, I stayed with Grandma. Basically, saying his Grandma raised him. That, you know. Tip and Tiny didn't raise him. His grandma raised him. And they only came and picked him up for the show. So he really lived at the house. They, he only got picked up for the show. So um, it started off with that. And then it just escalated. And he was just saying, you know, Tip made a comment. Have you ever fell asleep and had a roach on your face? You know, all his all his homies, of course, everybody's there that knows him and made music with him. So they laughing and they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, I have, I have. He was like, no, no, but I know about you. You flexing, you capping. You capping. So they kept saying that he was lying. He was like, I know you. I know you. And it just escalated and Tip had to put them hands on him. And put them on You can't do nothing with me. You can't do nothing <laughs> with me. <laughs> like, you tripping. He was, though. Especially in front of family, in front of a, a, this is a special moment for, you know what I'm saying, for Atlanta, for your father, for just the legacy, just for the people that he worked with, just his colleagues, his homeboys that he's grown, did music with for years. Like for you to act like that, it's ridiculous. That boy been acting out for a couple of years now. Yes, he has. I, I don't know what to say. It's something he's battling with. Now I know they did say that on his story he put, um, he said something like, um, if I'm a if, mistake, just say that. If I'm a, if I'm a mistake, then just say that instead of trying to act like you fuck with me. Yeah. So that's some deep family issues that they just need to go to therapy for and just hatch it out. If it can be hatched out, because he's older now. So yeah. we don't know how long he's been feeling like that. Yeah, and I, I'd say them father-son relationships, it's a lot. Like, and my father be looking like King and T.I. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to yeah. get to watch it, you know what I'm saying? To go with the the history of it, we got to realize, you guys, anybody watch Family Hustle, when King was, you know, on the show, his father was locked up. So his, you know, the grandma, of course, was really helping out or raising or however. I don't know the true story, but I do, re I do remember when Tip got out and King was not listening to nothing that he's mm -hmm. like nothing because he didn't have that relationship with him. So, all you out there with 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 different relations with your fathers or mothers or you know women out there, chime in. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Do have you seen the footage? What do you think about it? Who's wrong? Who's right? Is anybody wrong or right? How do you feel about the whole situation? I'm all is. I'm all eyes. I'll be reading. Let me take all my glasses so I can see what I'm saying. I'm all comments. All everything. <laughs> about it. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see, man. And 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 um, I might set up an account where y'all could just email us, like a, a part name kickback at Gmail or some shit. You could just send us your thoughts. And if you need help with something, just send you know send something there and give us some advice. Because I think we've proven ourselves we're pretty good at, at analyzing situations and giving <laughs> y'all you know what we think is going on. You know what I'm saying? So let us do that for you. I know it's holiday season. I know it's a rough time of the year. Um, a lot of us have lost a lot of people. Going into this holiday season, I have four people that I lost this year. Um, basically, immediate family. So, I'm I'm with you. You are not going through this alone. Like, trust me. I lost my mama, my best friend, my grandmother, and my little cousin. 
and check on your people. Even though you feel like you're bothering them, a text message could save a life. A phone call could save a life. And I'm not even talking about a phone call that goes all the way through. Just you calling that person could stop them from doing something that they don't need to be doing. So if there's somebody on your mind, it's on your mind for a reason. So reach out to that person. Just check on them. Put all everything else, your pride aside, ego aside, just check on them and just make sure, you know, they hear your voice. Because that, that, they might need that little bit of, uh, to show that, oh, somebody does care about me. You know? So, Sometimes yeah. those, those things give you energy, even if they don't respond. Yeah. I get a text um, or a call, I don't answer or something, but just seeing a phone ring, because I might not be in a space where I want to talk. Right. I saw that phone ring, and that meant that person thought enough about me to call. Or I see a text, and that meant that person thought enough about me. And it, it does go a long way. There's days when you feel like you can't, like, what the fuck, like, you're in bed till 12, 1 o'clock and don't want to get up, don't want to go on, don't want to get your life started for the day. And maybe it's that one call, that one text that is like, you know what, let me get my black ass up yeah. and get to what I need to get to. And we've gotten to the age where we do a lot of texting and stuff. Even if you don't talk to a person on the phone, send them a voice message. Let them hear your voice. You know what I'm saying? Just At least you'll be able to get their, your message to them and you know that they received it. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. And if you're trying to give people space, that's that's not as intrusive. Right. Like They're going through something. I don't want to call. Send them a voice note. They listen to it when they get to it. And I bet it would mean the world to them. It, it would mean the world to me. So right. make sure you look out for your people. Um, we are... Uh, back. <laughs> I know the podcast is taking a lot of breaks, but um, I'm 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 ready to really go full steam ahead and really uh, take this on to the next level. I got a good team with me. Shout out to you, Jack. Shout out to Jay hey. Lou. Shout yeah. out to Billy Sade. Yeah. And you know, it's always a, a special guest once a month. Once a month, just somebody could be you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, we take the lead that last week open, um, just in case. Somebody, you know, Ashanti wants to come on. You know what I'm saying? Leave that open. Leave that spot open. But T.I. want to come on and talk about what's going on with, you know, can we leave that, leave that one spot open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate y'all tuning in. I appreciate, pre appreciate, appreciate y'all supporting the podcast, the radio show, all, all the different things this has been. I started this in 2012 with my brother JB, who, goddamn, is no longer with us. But he will live on through the podcast. He will do the intro every goddamn week. Um, and I, I know some of you were like, what? JB, not the guy that you started it with. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of y'all have been with me for 10 years, 11 years. And the show has gone through many different iterations. And I just want to keep going and take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, Jack. You came and held it down the last couple of weeks. Of course. And, um, got you. Yes, man. You always bring something good to the table. So, <laughs> always good. Always good. Um, I'm going to do shows throughout the rest of the year. I'm going to put together an end-of-the-year show. I want to do the highlights of this year. Um, maybe weekend after New Year's, week four, week, New Year's weekend. Somewhere around there, I'm going to record it. I might not record it that week. Maybe middle of the week. I'm going to record it, and I'm going to try to get it out to y'all on New Year's Day. So, as you hung over from partying and eating whatever you're eating and working on your New Year's resolutions, you had this episode to go in the background. And I'm gonna, and Jackie, I'm gonna invite you, I'm gonna invite everybody. I don't know what day it'll be, but I'm gonna invite everybody that's been helping with the podcast to be on this end of the year episode. And we'll try to do it, I guess, maybe before New Year's so everybody can hate it New Year's weekend to themselves. Maybe right. the Wednesday or Thursday before we all get together and do it. Um, okay. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. But uh, you kick back and appreciate the support. Tell a friend to follow the podcast. Tell a friend to go to Apple. You give us five stars. You leave a, a, a worded comment rating. All that helps with sponsors. All that helps with money. All of it helps with everything. So yes. you see, uh, look out for your boy and your girl <laughs> and the rest of the crew. That's and, um, right. Be safe, man. Make sure you, it's the fourth quarter of the year. It's your fourth quarter goals. Don't start bullshitting now. Don't take your foot off the gas. No brakes. Right? <laughs> so uh, do what you got to do to end this month strong. This is the last week of November. Going into the first week of December. All this week. So the year is ending. 
do what you got to do. So when 2024 here, you feel a little bit better. Join, get that gym membership now. So you're not starting January 1st. You got a month under your belt, excuse me, for by January 1st. Start eating healthier. So by January 1st, you got a month of that. Cut down on the drinking and smoking. So by January 1st, you got a month of that. That girl you interested in, jump in that DM. So by January, you got a month of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not starting with everybody else on the first. We start now. You hear me? Jackie, am I right or am I wrong? You are completely right. Get a jump start, y'all. Get a jump start on everybody else. Why not? What else you going to do? <laughs> and on that note, what my cars in? Draw four, draw four, skip you, skip you, skip you, reverse you, reverse you, reverse you, skip you, draw four, draw four, uno. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>